With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb, you know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to Tyrac.com slash sports. Tyrac.com, that's the way tire buying should be. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Welcome in live on uh, Facebook, on the iHeartRadio app, on our hundreds and growing of affiliates across the country on XM Sirius Channel 83. Welcome in, welcome in from sunny Southern California. God, I just want to talk about sports. I just, I want to talk about sports, like the Dodgers advanced yesterday. So we're getting, and man, I want the Cubs to win today. I don't actually even like the Cubs anymore. I really don't. Uh, Maybe it's because they won last year. Maybe it's because they didn't seem to care this year. They don't fear to be as good out of the bullpen this year. That they're not that lovable of losers because now they're winners now. But I do like the idea that the Nationals don't win anything, right? They're, like, really good, and they don't win anything. And they got really good players, and they don't win. I kind of still want – plus, I, I just like that idea. Maybe it's because it's D.C., right? Redskins haven't won in forever or really won in forever. Senators can't ever win. Wizards don't win anything. So maybe this – like, D.C. will be the new Cleveland, right? D.C. is an incredible city. Unbelievable place. Not only do smart people work there, but it is absolutely stunning. Beautiful. Ba- built, the architecture built, you know, and layout built to mirror, in many ways, Paris. I mean, it's magnificent. But I don't want them to win. So I want the Nationals to lose today and be out of the playoffs. So then we have kind of that thing keep going. I want to talk about Joel Embiid, who got paid for 
future success to which she's only played 31 games in the NBA. I, I, I want to talk about Mitch or Mitchell Trubisky, same guy, or why the hell Sam Bradford was out there last night. It felt like Robert Griffin III in that playoff game in which he shredded his knee a second time. But alas, I keep getting reeled back in. I, I, feel, like, I feel like this uh, protest story is like the mafia, right? right? I'm like, no, no, I'm going legit now. I'm going legit. And then all of a sudden, like, hey, one more job. Okay, one more job. I am out. Okay. I'm 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 this at the I'm the the dealer. Like, no, 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 I got nothing. And they kept getting reeled back in. So yesterday it was Jerry Jones talking about his players standing. Now it's the commissioner, Roger Goodell, sending a letter to all the owners, building on many discussions with clubs and players. We have worked to develop a plan that we'll review. We will review with you at next week's league meeting. This will include such elements as an in-season platform to promote the work of our players on these core issues that will help promote positive change in our country. We want to ensure that there, that any work at the league level is consistent with the work each club is doing in their own community. Dedicate, yada, yada, yada. We will do anything it takes. Build anything you want. Just whatever you do, please stop kneeling or protesting the na- during the national anthem. Please. Please, please, please. And it has nothing to do with Trump. Now, Trump's going to take credit for it because that's what he does. And if it doesn't go his way, then it becomes fake news. You guys know how this works, right? But the truth is that this is, you're, you're getting a lesson in corporate culture. Jamel Hill suspended by ESPN, and all the ESPN are like, that's not fair. Yeah, it is. And it has nothing to do with her political stance. I told you guys this story before. When, when I was at CBS, I was told by my boss, hey, I don't want you responding to people on Twitter. I thought it was a ridiculous, a ridiculous ask for my boss. And so my then agent at the time was like, look, I agreed you wouldn't reply to people on Twitter. So I didn't reply to people on Twitter. But what I would do is, what was it called? Quote, retweet? I'd quote, retweet, which I kind of thought it was a gray area. I, I kind of thought it'd be cute. And guess what? He did not think it was cute at all. I mean, not at all. He was pissed. And it had nothing to do. At the time, I was like, what are you talking? Like, it's my job. I do college basketball. I do the NCAA tournament. I do a radio show. I do a TV show. Why can't I? And the point was simple then as it is now for like Jamel Hill. It doesn't have to do with the content. This has to do with the fact that they told her not to tweet about it. And once they tell you not to, now they can suspend you. Now they can fire you. Now they can punish you. And you may ask yourself, but why? And that's where corporate culture comes in. There's a lot of bad things about corporate culture. There's a lot of good things about corporate culture. Um, and one of the bad things is that most corporations are just like, you know what? My name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. We just don't want any sort of controversy. And what Jerry Jones is saying, and this is, again, corporate culture, and I know people are attacking Jerry Jones. Like Jerry Jones went out and signed Greg Hardy. Jerry Jones has always stood up for former players. He takes care. Ask any former Cowboy. It's a great thing to be a former Cowboy. I mean, Emmett Smith, remember Emmett Smith left and went to the Arizona Cardinals. And he's not just a ring of honor, but he, they do business together. 
Um, Michael Irvin had all his issues, and they had the White House where they'd go over and have prostitutes do cocaine when they were winning all those games, and Jerry Jones always took care of his guys. Always, always, always. I mean, Ezekiel, who has stood up for Ezekiel Elliott more than Jerry Jones? Now, look, I don't know what happened with Ezekiel Elliott and his ex-girlfriend, and honestly, neither do you. We can all make our guesses as to if she's telling the truth, if she's lying or whatever, but from the moment it happened, even until the moment he was suspended, and after he was suspended, Jerry Jones was like, this didn't happen, I got his back, we've done the research, this is my guy. And so you may ask yourself, why? Why is Jerry Jones bailing on his players now. He's cowering to the president. No, he's not. It's corporate culture. Because enough of those sponsors are like, yeah, we think this is bad for business. We think this is bad for business. And so to those people who are so woke, I believe is the word, woke to think like, well, these players should. And look, maybe they'll all protest. Maybe they'll all call the bluff of corporate culture. Maybe they will react in the opposite of the intended way. Maybe that's what happens. Very possible. It would speak to the times. But what Jerry Jones is saying is like, look, I've always had your back, but this is bad for business. Okay. And the business and the business that we have is built based upon all of those sponsors. And those sponsors have heard enough uh, from their uh, customers, they're the consumers that they don't like this. Like they just kind of like me starting the radio show, just want to watch football. And I understand that it's, it wasn't really the intent of the, the initial intent of the protest was not one truly of politics. It actually wasn't like, if I want to give Kaepernick credit for anything, it's that he was trying to be apolitical. Like, again, I don't think he was prepared for all the things that it became and it kind of spiraled out of control. And I thought he said some really, really uneducated, stupid things and used some used some words that you shouldn't use. And he shouldn't have had the Castro shirt, he shouldn't have had the pig socks and he shouldn't have called cops murderers. He shouldn't have done those things. But I will give him credit for this. He did not want he didn't want to take Trump's side. He want to take Hillary's side. He didn't meet him vote. It was like this is about a police brutality. And about oppression. That's what he said it was about. And police brutality is not and should not necessarily be, it's not really political. But what happens is you get politicians who are like, aha, and make it into a, now it's become a political statement. If you stand, and again, this is part of the reactionary super liberal left has been, if you stand, now you're supporting Trump. And if you kneel, now you're saying to Trump. That's what you're saying. Which is not even close to what it's been about. But you get enough corporations like, whoa, hey, all of this stuff is bad for business. And there's not, what's what's interesting about it is, no one's actually done a study to see if, for example, I don't know, pick out a sponsor, Home Depot, Right. Say Home Depot is a big sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. And Home Depot says we are complete we are completely invested in the Cowboys. Protest, no protest. And the Cowboys protest. There's not been a study, there's not been enough time to conduct a study to which to see if there's any change in the bottom line at all for Home Depot. Right? Like, I need a wrench on a Saturday 
I'm going to, and I'm going to Depot or I'm going to Lowe's based upon really proximity to the house. I mean, I'm, I could lie to you. I might go to Ace Hardware, but it feels like Ace Hardware doesn't have all the stuff that the big box stores have. So nobody's actually done a study to see if any one less person, like the same thing with Jamel Hill, right? Like the same exact number of people watch her show and didn't watch her show before the protest, after the protest. Like there's no correlation there. But in corporate, in, in corporate culture, what I have come to learn, and this is through 15 years of working for corporations, ESPN is a Disney corporate, part of the Disney Corporation. CBS, which used to be Viacom, now is just the CBS Corporation. And now Fox, which is part of 20th Century Fox and premier radio networks. Like corporate culture is like, hey, you know what? Even if you're not even really offending anybody, we just we just don't want to touch it when it becomes toxic. We don't we don't even want we don't even want to carry toxic stuff around. We just don't. And Jerry Jones is simply coming in, and so are the. That's all. That's all Roger Goodell's writing. Like, look, dude, we'll do whatever you want. Just stand for the damn national anthem. Awareness of police brutality has been brought to it. We're aware. It's everyone is aware, <clears throat> and we'll help build the platform. Just stand, because bad for business. Not because there's actually any. Statistical analysis says bad for business. We have enough of our sponsors saying, hey, we've had enough. Just like you as a listener said, I've had enough. And we want to move on. And and where this is where people don't actually understand the Bill of Rights. Like it, it's it's a lot like when remember when you get a VCR and there's this huge thing like I you plug it in, no one even knew how to set the clock. I have a car I've had for three or four months. I still learn how to do things. Like, I had no idea. That's what I did. Like, nobody actually reads the instructions. You ever read the, there's, is there anything more boring? Big Green Eggs is sponsored this show, right? I got a Big Green Egg. As soon as I read the copy, I started cooking on it. I read a little bit of the instructions. I went to my mom's house last weekend, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know the Big Green Egg did this. Why? Because I hadn't read thoroughly the instructions. Same thing with the bill, right? It's like, we think... We have freedom of speech. Like, yeah, you do. But here's the difference. When you work for a company and they say, you cannot do that. They say they can't, you can't do it. They can fire you. You can be right. You can be out of a job. So no one has said, Goodell, Jerry Jones, even ESPN for Jamel Hill. No one's actually said, we disagree with your opinion. We just don't want you to share it right now. And because you work for a corporation, we set rules in place. We can tell you now is not the time to share that particular opinion. If you don't like that, you can go somewhere else. God, I don't want to talk about this anymore. All right, here's what we're going to do. Talk football. Talk football. Um, want to talk about Mitch Trubisky? Adrian Peterson was traded today to the Arizona Cardinals. Feels like a better fit, but they kind of just go here. Please have him. We don't want him anymore. We never, we didn't, we didn't, we don't know why we got him, but if you take him off our hands, we'd really be appreciative. Um, the Vikings are actually a decent team with two one-legged quarterbacks and one who is too short-legged, like. 
Those things are better than this because I'm just I'm caught in this. I can't. I'm I'm in a I'm in a vortex, right? And I keep pulling myself out uh, of this 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 taking a knee, don't take a knee vortex. And then the president tweets something and something happened. I'm pulling myself out, and I promise you I will talk about football. First, I have to pay my bills. Now, you got to have life insurance. That's a a segue. It really is. And uh, nobody wants to talk about it. At some point, you have to think about it. And I don't know if you operate this way, but I operate this way, in which... I just want the best deal proposed to me, thrown right in front of me, so that I can make a proper economic decision, right? That's why SelectQuote's the best. Most companies give you one option to choose from, but SelectQuote shops the companies it represents to give you options to save you time and save you money. So all you need to do, super simple, is call 800-881-4466. SelectQuote has been in business since 1985. I trust them and they're licensed U.S. agents because they protected almost over 1.2 million families. How about this an example? A 40-year-old male takes cholesterol medication, could get $500,000 in life insurance for under $25 a month. That could be your cost to protect your family. I want you to give SelectQuote a call at 800-881-4466 or go to SelectQuote.com today for a totally free personal quote. 800-881-4466. That's 800-881-4466. Get full details and the example policy at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors not available in all states. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area pay for the same car you're looking for, and on average, save over $3,000 off MSRP. Whether you're looking for a new or used car, visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. When I was in college, the freshman Notre Dame, uh, my head my head coach was uh, John McLeod. He wanted us to wear jock straps. Jockey straps. Notre Dame, you got to protect your testicles. Got to protect your future. And I swear to God what he said to me. I thought it was an insane ask. And like, look, most guys now, they wear, I wore under tights, even in high school and into college, whatever. But he was still old school and wanted you to wear, he'd have a jockstrap check. He wanted you to get your ankles taped. I didn't want to get my ankles taped. I hated the way it felt too tight. And then once you get sweaty, it felt too loose. What are you going to get retaped in half? But you know what? That's what my boss asked me to do. So I did it. And so when your boss says, hey, you know what? We hear you. Stand for the national anthem. At some point, all of this, I'm not, I'm, I don't, your boss says you to do it, you do it. Uh, can we talk about the actual sport? Uh, I think we should. Uh, let's have some NFL talk with Mark Schlereth, brought to you by True Car. You can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for, new or used. Visit True Car to enjoy more confident car buying experience. Mark Schlereth joins us. Stink, look, we've had some really good primetime games, and then we had last night. That was that was not great football. Um, I still can't figure out how Sam Bradford was cleared to play in that game. Can you? <laughs> yeah, because it's the NFL, and, you know, forget all that stuff you hear about, hey, you can't play injured, but you got to play hurt. you got to play injured in this league. If you want to play for any length of time, you have to be willing to play injured. There's no question he was hurt. There's no question he's injured. Um, I mean, it was pathetic that you put him out there. He had, he didn't have a chance to protect himself. So when I continue to hear the NFL talking about safety being players, you know, the number one priority in the league for players, uh, no, it's not money is the number one priority in the league. That that's it. 
and you, you just run a guy out there. And, and let's face it, I mean, Case Keenum had played two weeks ago. Case Keenum lit up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, lit them up. So it's not like you've taken this major drop-off between your number one quarterback and your number two quarterback when you're rolling out Case Keenum out there. So, uh, again, I just the hypocrisy of, oh, player safety is our most important thing, our most valued thing, our number one priority. No, it's not. It's money. That's right. what your number one priority is. All right, so let's go to the other side. Mitch Trubisky feels a little bit like Trubisky is in that uh, – they're, they're trying to do the golf with him, right, where <coughs> um, he doesn't really have the weaponry around him. So they're just trying to get him some reps and see what he's got, knowing that in the offseason, they'll probably get a new coach and they'll probably put some other guys around him. Is that fair? No, I think that's totally fair. And I, and I think he showed that he's got something that you would look at and say, man, he's got a skill set. He can throw it. Um, he's accurate with the football. He's incredibly athletic. But you know, I called the Bears game a couple of weeks ago against the Buccaneers, and they're decimated. I mean, just flat out decimated. They've got a bunch of you know, number three receivers running around being your one, two, three out there. So um, they're struggling from a talent perspective. There is no question. They've got a couple of really good running backs, but they don't have a separation tight end guy. They have a bunch of, like I said, number three wide receivers running around out there playing for them. And it's not those guys' fault. It's not those guys' fault that everybody else got hurt. But Mitch Trubisky gives you you some hope if you're in Chicago. You You watch him play. You watch him throw the ball. He's deadly accurate outside the pocket. You know, he got he fell victim to making some rookie mistakes. You know, he threw it across his body, rolling out on several different occasions, almost got picked off in the end zone, became a touchdown. Earlier in that game, he threw a couple that were dangerously close to being picked off. And finally, at the end of the game, you know, it wasn't a severe throwback across your body, but it was severe enough to where it's picked off by um, by the safety, what is it, uh, a guy, I can't remember his name now, Harrison, the, the Notre Dame kid. Yep. Um, and, you know, I mean, and that's the way the game ended. And, and you're right, it wasn't very good football, but it was an entertaining game. Yeah, no, um, no question. So, yeah, so anyhow, but I, I think if you're in Chicago right now, it gives you hope. It gives you hope that you drafted the right guy. The guy is athletically gifted. He doesn't look rattled. And um, and, and he actually, you know, he actually throws the ball with, with good accuracy. So I think it gives you some hope there, at least in Chicago, that maybe you're on the right track. All right, so Ben Roethlisberger says uh, on on Sunday, woe is me. Somebody asked him about, you know, maybe being over the hill. And he's like, well, maybe, maybe I don't have it anymore. And then the, the new quote is, you wake up Monday morning and you realize, man, I'm still one of the best in the world at what I do. I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me, right? That's essentially what he's doing. Um, is Big Ben one of those one of those annoying people that searches for a compliment? Is he really thinking about retiring? What what's going on uh, with the Steelers quarterback? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I I, I know this, and, and that was an excellent Stuart Smalley by you, by the way, Thank Doug. You. And I, I'm Thank a you. big Stuart Smalley fan because that guy is good enough and smart enough, and Doug, and people do like him. Uh, I, I think Ben has got a bit of that in him, where you know you're fishing for compliments, or you know you want some affirmation, and and I think there's enough going around um you know you've got uh you've got bell coming out today basically saying hey i didn't get enough touches i need you know i need 30 touches a game i didn't get enough last week and you know and he's probably right um but there just seems to be a lot of noise coming in and out of that locker room you know but whether it's antonio brown throwing gatorade jugs or it's antonio brown uh Instagramming videos of them in the locker room. I just think there's a lot of noise going on, and Ben is, I think Ben is probably a little bit sick of it. And, um, you know, now he's going to make some noise as well. 
I, I just I always go back to, to the thought process of you're either coaching or allowing it to happen. And it just feels like to me that management, and by management I mean Mike Tomlin, draws a line in the sand and says, hey, don't cross this, you guys. And then people cross it and he goes, okay, here, seriously, now, here's the new line, don't cross it. And then they cross it and he goes, okay, but seriously, this time I'm serious. Don't cross this line. And they cross it. And if you never discipline them, you, you never discipline guys or, or you never – take away recess because that's the only thing the players really you know think about is playing uh you know you find a guy a hundred or a thousand or or you know whatever they don't care like that money's it's monopoly money they don't care when you're playing you don't think about that so unless you're willing to start disciplining guys which i don't think you've ever truly disciplined anybody um to the point where you've taken away their opportunity to play nothing will change. It'll continue to be a mess, and it's a mess right now. You think about the AFC right now. I mean, we were taking bets on whether the New England Patriots would go undefeated on the season. Everybody's at three or two or two and three, basically. I think about 11 or 12 teams in the AFC are right there. So everybody is in this thing. It's completely turned on top of its head. Mark Schlereth joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so let me ask you about New England uh, now they have a little extra time to repair because they played the Thursday night game. Can they fix it? Is it is it just confusion, or are they just this bad defensively? Well, I think mostly it's, it's confusion. I think one thing that New England has always done, and this goes all the way back to my playing days, but especially here recently, is they've always had guys that could play multiple positions, and they ask those guys to play multiple positions. They ask those guys to do a lot of different things. And what you've seen consistently throughout the season is – Constant breakdowns. I mean, constant breakdowns in just um, assignment football. I mean, blown coverages. When the Carolina Panthers hit you two times in a row with a busted coverage on the same formation on the same route, the, the lack of communication is is apparent. And uh, they've always relied on being one of the smartest teams in football and being able to be multiple in what they do and the way they attack people and the way. They have versatile players, and it just seems to me that they don't have that. They don't have that going on right now. All right, Stink. Sounds like you got to take off. You got to turn off that. Uh, turn off the phone, even though you don't really need to turn off the phone. We know that's that's a ruse by the airlines. In the meantime, uh, safe travels wherever you're going, and thanks for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I apologize for the noise, the noise, Dougie, but I always appreciate being on with you. No, you don't have to apologize for anything. That's Mark Slayer, three-time Super Bowl champion. Um, there's a false narrative in college football, false narrative in college football. I talked a little bit about it yesterday and I will reiterate something I iterated yesterday about that false narrative momentarily. First, let's bring in Dan Byer. Dan, what are you working on? I've got an interesting college football note that you may want to hear of. I'll save that for the end. Rain in the forecast today, Doug, though, for Game 4 of the National League Divisional Series. That actually may be good news for the Washington Nationals, who are down 2-1 in the best-of-five matchup against the Cubs. If it gets rained out, there's talk that Steven Strasburg then would be able to pitch in what would be tomorrow's Game 4. But right now, Tanner Rourke. Scheduled to be on the mound for the Nats tonight as they face the Cubs at Wrigley. 5.30 Eastern time is the start. Jake Arrieta goes for the Northsiders with the Cubs up 2-1 and trying to close out that series. 
The big news in the NFL today happened in Arizona, or maybe it happened in New Orleans. Either way, it works because the Cardinals acquired Saints running back Adrian Peterson for a conditional draft pick in 2018. The Arizona Cardinals then released running back Chris Johnson after acquiring AP. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell sent a memo to owners across the league as they will soon consider new rules that would require players to stand for the national anthem. Owners are going to meet next week, and Goodell stated in the memo he wants to move past the anthem controversy as he believes it has divided the league and their fans. Patriots Senate Rob Gronkowski able to practice today and on track to return from his thigh injury this Sunday against the Jets. And finally, Doug, suspended NFL receiver and former Baylor wideout Josh Gordon says coaches at Baylor helped him pass drug tests while he was enrolled at the school under former head coach Hart Bryles. Yeah, here's the problem with that one. Here, here's my issue with the, with the Josh Gordon story. Um, he did not name the coach's name, right? He just said a coach gave me yes. something and said – Hey, take this, correct? Correct. Um, and he also did fail drug tests while at Baylor, didn't he? Yes. Okay. So this is this happened with 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 Milo Monroe, Oklahoma State, also a Big Twelve school. Remember, there's a Sports Illustrated article. It was like, hey, they were helping us fail drug tests. Like, yeah, but didn't you uh, didn't you fail drug tests? Like, yeah, but they were helping us pass drug tests. We should have failed. Like, and then oh, they were doing work for us. Like, yeah, but didn't you flunk out? <laughs> You know, so so the Josh Gordon, they were giving me stuff to help me pass drug test and you were still failing drug test that doesn't pass the sniff test. He was saying that the cover up stuff that they had ran out, that yeah. they were like out like the weekly supply. Like maybe they were giving That's it the, to I, so many players again, that they're like, again, hey, we didn't think it was going to be in demand. I know this is simply Josh Gordon <laughs> trying to come clean, but I don't think he came totally clean there. Right. He's like, look, they gave me some stuff to detox and it lasted a week like. First of all, how toxic was your blood that you ran out after week one? Right? Yeah, I, I drank like gallons and gallons of gold seal tea, I guess. Yeah, that one doesn't pass the sniff test. But it does. Like to anybody who thinks like, well, they kept Josh Gordon out because he smoked a joint now and again or he drank a beer. And you're like, nah, he was basically a drug addict. Now he's still young enough to possibly come back and play. should be pointed out that um, – He's repped by, had been befriended by LeBron James's people. They put out that video. It's a 13-minute video in which he finally comes clean. Yes, in fact, he was a drug user. And now he's trying to be a 26-year-old guy who's gone through rehab and get another shot. We'll see. We'll see. All right, look, there's a, there's a false narrative in college football that I want to make sure that I put it into here. There is this sense that, Jim, Jim Harbaugh can't win the big game. You heard that one? You know, he's not worth it. His record is the same through the same number of games as Brady Hoke. Now, part of the... You guys know what a control group is? You want to take a, take, take a swing at it there, uh, Ryan Music, in control group? So a control group is... Uh, control group is where they have an experiment. Yep. And you experiment, have to yep. have one group where you don't do anything to that group so you can know what the non effects are mm-hmm. compared to the group that you do experiment on so you can see what the effects are. Perfect. Right? There's something we ain't touching this. And we'll see what happens to the data without touching it at all. Now, these other ones will check the data based upon all the different things that we manipulate. The, the problem with Michigan football and comparing the Brady Hoke era and the Rich Rod era 
to the Jim Harbaugh era is there is no control group. It, it does not, life does not happen in a vacuum. But if you think for one second that Jim Harbaugh is somehow at a similar level to Brady Hoke because, well, they lost last year to Ohio State, a team that they badly outplayed. They lost last year to Iowa, a team that they actually, again, uh, that they badly outplayed. I've even heard, hey, James Franklin's a better coach than him. I heard Clay Travis say that. Do me a favor. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to pull up for me last year's Michigan-Penn State game. Do, do yourself just a quick favor. And and I'm not saying that one game makes you a better coach. And I know that Penn State had a litany of injuries in that game. I'm completely well aware of it. But I remember watching that game last year and thinking, 49-10 to 10 is kind of an ass-whooping. Kind of. And Harbaugh's team had 49 and Franklin's had 10. Now, I think Penn State is the real deal. I think they have awoken or woken up, awakened, woke, I don't know, a giant in State College. I also know that part of the fact there's no control group, when Brady Hoke was the head coach at Michigan, Penn State was on probation. So this idea, this idea that, well, Jim Harbaugh, you know, look, Penn State's raced past him. He still can't beat Michigan State. And he hasn't beaten Ohio State since he's been there. First of all, he's coached exactly two games against Ohio State, right? Two. This is his third year. It took four years to turn around Stanford from the debacle that Stanford was before he got there. And yes, he needed Andrew Luck. No question. He needs better quarterback play. Um, but last year they lost in double overtime to Ohio State. They lost 14-13 to 13 at Iowa. And they lost by one point to Florida State. They lost three games by a total of five points. Three by a total of five points. And yes, they lost at home to an inferior Michigan State team. Michigan State is not very good this year. You know why they're not very good this year? Because they can no longer recruit against Michigan and to another, to a lesser extent, Penn State. Because of Jim Harbaugh. The only people on earth who believe that Michigan should think about moving on from Jim Harbaugh, that Jim Harbaugh should be on some sort of hot seat, are people that are not Michigan fans. They're Michigan State fans. They're Ohio State fans. They're Penn State fans. You know why? Because they know what everybody else in the sport knows. The guy gets it. He's an indefatigable recruiter. And he's a marvelous head coach, and he loves and truly cares about his job because he went there, and his dad coached there, and he's part of the fabric of the place. Like, this idea where you're comparing two incomparables, things that aren't comparable, they're just not. And so, no. They didn't beat Michigan State. And, yeah, they lost two years ago to Michigan State at home on the flukiest fluke fumbled punt play I've ever seen. And that Michigan State team was really good, and Michigan whooped their ass, only poorly executed one final play, and crazy th- just crazy things happened. 
but no one in their right mind thinks he's not a great coach, he's not a great fit, he's not doing a great job. Keep in mind, they lost more players to the NFL than anybody else in college football last year. Michigan, the winningest program in college football history, is now recruiting at the elite level. Why? Because everything he has done has been the right thing in recruiting. He went and did that camp in Florida. That's why they got 10 guys from Florida. Right? Like, yeah, an idiot. He's constantly in the news in the offseason. And if he can turn around Stanford and San Diego and the San Francisco 49ers, he turned around. People forget how bad, what a joke Michigan was when he took it over. They were completely dysfunctional. He's made them more than functional. So, false narrative is Harbaugh's not getting it done because we're paying attention to a couple of big games. Now, if this becomes a trend, if it lasts a long time, you know, six, seven years, we'll talk about it. In the meantime, Michigan State came off, is coming off a disastrous season. They were already pummeled by Notre Dame at home. And, yeah, they beat Michigan's backup quarterback, O'Corn, because they, tur- they turned him over six times and still had to hang on for dear life to win a game. That's how bad Michigan State is. What are the chances the Yankees continue their comeback against the Indians? I will tell you upcoming next. But first, in need of great talent for your business, but short on time, you don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find the perfect hire. You just need to find the right tools, smarter tools. And the smartest tool is just sitting there right in front of you. It's called ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. So you can rest easy knowing your job has been seen by the right candidate. Then ZipRecruiter puts it, uh, its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying candidates about your job within minutes of posting. So you receive the best possible matches. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been used by growing businesses of all sizes and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners cast can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. All they have to do, all you have to do, is go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Doug. No wonder 80% of the world of, of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate through their site in just one day. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Doug. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for. New or used, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. <laughs> Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You know, uh, Harbaugh's got uh, <clears throat> McCaffrey's younger son, Dylan McCaffrey, as a freshman quarterback, right? Think that kid's got some, got some swag to him, got some game to him. That's Christian McCaffrey's younger brother, who Christian McCaffrey went to Stanford, of course, originally to play for... Uh, he play, ended up playing for Coach Shaw, uh, Dylan McCaffrey, 6'5", dual-threat quarterback, a freshman at Michigan. Just saying, like, people act like he's just sitting there twiddling his thumbs. He doesn't know what he's doing. It takes, takes time. Yeah, Spate was hurt this last week, and that's why O'Corn's a backup. Spate's going to be out a couple weeks. Broken vertebrae, buddy. Let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, Game time is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Don't let the name fool you. Dollar Shave Club has way more than just razors. Try their first month starter set with travel size shave butter, body cleanser, butt wipes, and executive razor. All for just $5. After that, replacement cartridges ship 
for just a few bucks a month. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash Gottlieb. Buyer. Dan Buyer. What's amazing is that Jim Harbaugh may have actually brought in a quarterback that doesn't look like him. Both Wilton Spate and John O'Corn, if you look, they have quite a resemblance to Jim Harbaugh. Not bad. Um, not bad work out of you. <laughs> not, not bad work out of you. I, I would point out that uh, there's another kid he has who's, uh, who he signed for this year who does kind of look like him. Too. <laughs> it's, it's, and, you know, like, look, McCaffrey, uh, I don't know, white guy, blonde hair, that's McCaffrey, too, so... I'm oh, telling yeah. Wilton Spate, though, even like there's facial features that, that he had. John O'Corn, maybe the same as well. Uh, game time today is. What are the chances? Oh, okay. All right. Uh, we're going to go all over the map with this one, Doug. What are the chances that President Trump takes a shot at the NFL as he welcomes the Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins to the White House today? Well, he'll definitely take a shot at the NBA. There's a 100% chance he takes a shot at the NBA because the Warriors aren't coming. Uh, there's about a 75, 80% chance. They takes a shot at the at um, the NFL at the NFL yeah. uh, today. Well, the Pittsburgh Penguins saying it's not a political issue, so they are going to the White House. What are the chances, Doug, that the Cleveland Indians are panicking as they host the Yankees tomorrow in Game Five of the ALDS, blowing a two-zero series lead as it's now two-two. Cleveland, you okay there, Byer? You you, like, you know what happened? What happened? Quite honestly, I almost said two-nil. <laughs> a little get, soccer, you get, yeah. You got into soccer Don't, mode? I'm, I'm hanging around with John Ramos too much. You know what, though? I know Kluber was was bad in game two, but this is why Terry Francona gets it. He, like, he understand, like Remember, he didn't start Kluber in game one? Like, now you know, so I have Corey Kluber going against CC Sabathia. And maybe, you know, look, remember CC Sabathia got hooked after like 77 pitches. Maybe this is why Joe Girardi's like, hey, see, this is why you – but Kluber versus Sabathia – I know their ERAs in their first starts don't match up. I'll take Kluber. So are they, what are the chances they're nervous? Yeah, panicking. I don't know, panicking? They're... Then say zero. Uh, no. Forty percent right. chance they're panicking. Okay. All right. Uh, soccer is on the mind. What are the chances that the U.S. men's national team qualifies for the World Cup? A win or a draw tonight against Trinidad and Tobago would wrap it up for the United States. Well, they got to take on Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, it was just Trinidad. We'd be, uh, what are the chances? <laughs> 95% chance. Let's hope it gets done tonight. A road match to wrap up World Cup qualifying. Doug, what are the chances that the Pelicans can survive losing Rajon Rondo for four to six weeks as he'll miss time because of hernia surgery? Hyena? Hernia. Hyena? You guys remember 16 candles? My hyena? Uh, <laughs> anyway, you don't. <laughs> I just thought you were you pointing out another mistake you by don't, me. It you seems don't, to oh, me. Oh, no, no. Oh, I'm know. sorry. Don't get mad. Don't right. get mad no, when I was down. That's no, all right. No, no. Hey. Um, what are the chances that they'll miss him? Um, I don't think they'll miss him at all because they have Drew Holiday's. They're starting. I, I have like 5% chance. I think he's important because they can move Drew Holiday off the basketball, but m- m- missing him for a month, not that big a deal. Finally, what are the chances, Doug, that a guy in Pittsburgh called in a bomb threat just so he could get out of paying his bill at Primanti Brothers? 
Uh, 100% chance. That is correct. That's actually a question. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. All right, Byer, tell the story real quick. Uh, 40-year-old Barry Clapperton tried to leave a few times, ended up uh, having some friends pay for his bill. But in the meantime, while they were paying his bill, he called in a bomb threat to a restaurant down the street trying to distract everyone. The cops were already there because he tried to leave a couple of times. They actually heard the bomb threat and then had to tase him down the street in front of a couple dumpsters as he took off. All for the bread, fries, coleslaw, and meat sandwich that you can get at Primanti Brothers. Something's worth getting tased yeah. over. That's, <laughs> it's a lesson. Something's worth getting tased over. Mitch Trubisky last night reminded me of another young quarterback in the NFL. I'll tell you who next in the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. So much of me just wants to say, like, look, I respect your right to protest, but you have to respect my right to not want to talk about your protest. Right? That's that's really what it is. And I think what happens is, Ryan Music had a had, you actually said something which was really really smart today. Not that you don't normally th- say things that are smart, but you said something which was really really smart. And it's honestly it it's basically exactly how I feel, which is. You were raised in Southern California. You're much you're younger than me. Um, but you think of yourself as a pretty liberal guy, right? Like if you if you if you went with the basic issues of, you know, conservative thought, especially more socially conservative, right? Fiscally, like a lot of people are like, well, fiscally, I'm I love when people are like, well, socially I'm left, but physically I'm right. But there's a lot of you kind of have to correlate on some level. Anyway. But if you went by the basic check marks for what would make you uh, not a conservative socially, you check those boxes. That's correct. Yeah, I see myself as being much more on the liberal side. Right. Uh, on the other hand, you said what earlier today when you're sitting right next to me? That the way some of these issues play out and people's reactions to it, it makes me feel like those who are lined up on the left or the liberal side that I'm like, wow, if I turned into a conservative. Yeah. And that's, and that's what's happened here is the left has gone right. Right. Everybody has lost their mind. They're so upset that they've completely lost their mind. And uh, to the point to where now, again, like I said, if there are people who like, look, I'm, I'm not. There are plenty of NFL players, so I'm sure feel this way. Like, look, I'm not saying I don't respect your protest or your right to protest. I'm just not going to. It doesn't mean that that your the issue you have brought to the forefront or the reason you are protesting isn't a valid reason. I just I choose to honor the flag in the way in which I choose to honor the flag. Period. But it what what has happened is. Previous to this, or at least the, the the narrative was always, or at least I always thought was, hey, one side is exclusive, believe this, or you're out. And the other side was like, ah, you believe enough, you're good. Now they're both that way, which I actually, th- I actually think the way you feel is the way most people feel. I honestly do. I've always, I, most of the world is in the middle. And we're... Where, you know, where politicians are smart is they drive a wedge between us and only on the issues to which they know that they can win, that they'll. And that's, I think, what's happening here. He feels like he's got a winning issue. 
not necessarily even because of his stance on the issue, just the overall like, eh, let's just get let's just get on with it already. Did, they, did the Bears have a winning issue with Mitchell Trubisky? Do we know after last night? Was he great after last night? I think the answer is we don't know. There's different ways to do this, and there's different expectations. Deshaun Watson obviously has put up some gaudy numbers, especially in his last start more than this start. I know he put up some numbers, but did so after a disastrous first half um, against the Kansas City Chiefs. But so there, there's... There's basically two ways to do this thing. One is you put a college quarterback in a college-friendly offense, college quarterback-friendly offense, and you play him right away with a really talented team, and then you kind of slowly but surely get him around to being an NFL quarterback. Or you do what the Bears are trying to do with Mitchell Trubisky, which is uh, submersion technique. Put him into a pro offense, only try to let him only see half the football field, and build around me, but you have to do that when you're in a position that the Bears are in. I can't think of a, a a more clear parallel, a more obvious parallel, in what the Bears' intentions are from the Rams. And Jared Goff was not great this past weekend, no matter what people would tell you. And yes, Cooper Cup did drop what would have been a game-winning touchdown pass at the end of the game. But even though they could have and maybe should have beaten the Seattle Seahawks, Goff was not great. He still at times does not step into throws. He still at times makes his mind up as he takes a snap where he's going with the ball and not even looking at the defense. There are still major holes within what Jared Goff's doing. On the other hand, there are times in which when he's comfortable and he's got time and and uh, they're on schedule that he appears to be a potential Pro Bowl caliber, top 10, top 15 in the league caliber quarterback, which is far from what he appeared to be last year. But what happened? They turned over their coaching staff, and they added in a bunch of weaponry on offense. Well, John Fox is in the last year of his deal. He's a, Everyone thinks he's a lame duck coach. And Ryan Pace is in the second year of a rebuild project, and he hasn't given his quarterback, enough weapons to actually be successful with. So what does that tell you? It tells you that the that the Bears are, are trying to put Trubisky in the exact same situation that Goff was in. See if there are moments to which he learns, moments to which he improves, knowing that they talk him up, build him up, he's a good enough kid, a good enough athlete, he's young, he, you know, like, there's a lot. Goff should have, he was the youngest player in the NFL last year, could have gone back for another year. Trubisky's a guy that only, what, started 14 games, whatever, in college. And so the thought was, he's not truly ready. Let's just get him some reps, get him some looks, get him comfortable this year. And then next year, we'll give him a better coaching staff. Next year, we'll give him better wide receivers. Next year, we'll figure out all the pieces around him so he has a better chance to be successful. When people are copying what you're doing, you know you're doing it right. Huh? I mean, have you have you noticed new car designs? How they all kind of look the same? You notice that? Right? Like the new grills are all, every truck has this big, prominent, hunking grill. Right? New Tundra has it. New Nissan Titan has it. 
New GMC has it. New Dodge has it. They all have it. Trace it back. Trace it back to when Chevy came out with their new, was it uh, Silverado, right? When they had their new Silverado, they had the, and then all of a sudden the new F-150, the aluminum F-150 comes. They all have the same, same proportions. The same thing with the iPhone. This is the, you guys going to get one of those iPhone X's? And people can say, well, I know, listen, Android guy, got it. Your technology, your tech is probably better. But the idea is they're not really all that different, right? They may run on a different operating system, but if it's a good idea, it's a good idea, right? And they look kind of the same. They're not like a different shape. They're all kind of the same now. So we could say it's a copycat league, but every league and every business is a copycat league or a copycat business. If the Amazon thing works with Whole Foods, doesn't that mean Google's going to go out and buy their own grocery store chain, Trader Joe's or something like that? Right? Isn't that what that's going to happen? If something hits and something works, everybody in that business takes notice and says, how can we do that? That's what, that's what CEOs do. Jimmy, get in here. Jimmy, you see what the guy across the street's doing? We're going to do that. Only it's a lot like when we were kids and we would copy something out of an Encyclopedia Britannica. Listen, I want you to copy it, only don't copy it word for word. Move around some of those commas, change some of the words, right? Netflix was killing it. Amazon Prime, Hulu, right? Disney is now starting their own Netflix. They pulled all their stuff off. They're going to have their own kind of Netflix. All their own. Like, hey, well, why do we need them? We can do it ourselves. So I look at, the the ultimate respect in sports is when people are copying what you're doing. Happened with the 76ers. They tanked. Happened with the Celtics. They went and got the big three. They went and get the big three, and guess what? So did, the Miami did the same thing. So I look at it, and I'm like, I don't know if Mitch Trubisky is any good. I don't know if he'll take that next step, but I do know that they're trying to create the same type of environment, same type of setup that Jared Goff has. Get him some reps. Get him out there. Let's see what he's got. See how tough he is. See if he can make some throws. Not go crazy if he plays bad. Not go crazy if he plays great. Next year, we'll get him better offensive line play. Remember, the Rams got Whitworth and got a new center as well. We'll get him better wide receivers, a better coach. And we'll figure out what's the best possible next option for him. Just like the Rams did for Jared Goff. And look at how well that's working. And then you had the Vikings. Who knew they needed a quarterback badly last year. And maybe you can get away with Case Keenum in the short term. But we've all seen Case Keenum, who, by the way, I love. Six years at Houston. Set the world on fire playing for, I think, three different head coaches while playing at the University of Houston. He's awesome. He's an awesome backup. Because he can do exactly what he did last night, which is come in and win a game. You know, or start and win a game against the Buccaneers. Couldn't move the ball against the Lions, wasn't good against the Steelers. Like, that's Case Keenum. But man, you got three quarterbacks and one's too short and the other two have really bad knees. 
I mean, Bradford never Bradford supposedly re-aggravated an injury in his knee, but he's had two ACLs in that knee. And like I told you before, it feels like we all know the answer to how bad Sam Bradford's knee is. They just don't want to tell us or don't want to tell him. And you got Teddy Bridgewater, who wasn't great to begin with and then completely obliterated his knee. You want to talk about a team that's still in need. If you have one, what's the story? If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one? Or you don't have any? What if you have three quarterbacks? What's that mean? I got the Packers this weekend on Fox. Whatever happened to Darrell Revis? He was the best cover corner in the NFL. And then last year, he couldn't cover anybody. He is still available. I'm not talking about fantasy football. I'm talking about real football. Unsigned free agent Darrell Rivas. He'll join us upcoming next. But first, would you like to save $700 right now? Would you like to get in the best shape of your life while saving $700? Like, oh, yeah, I'm in. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. Call 844-837-6443. You'll get a Frog Pro training system that can be used in your living room, hotel room, office, Take it outside, light your uh, competitive fires while you burn off pounds and tighten and tone every single muscle in your body. Since Frog Pro Training System works every major muscle group at the same time, it's like an all-out full-body sprint. How would you like to have the body of an Olympic sprinter, huh? Frog Fitness is a Houston-based company that was affected by the recent devastating floods of Hurricane Harvey. So they've moved thousands of Frog Pro Training Systems out of their downtown warehouse, and they have to make room for incoming inventory. So you take advantage of them needing to move this inventory with the Frog Pro Training System that goes from works for everybody from elite pros to everyday Joes. Call 844-837-6443. 844-837-6443. Or you can order right now online at Amazon or at frogfitness.com. That's frogfitness.com. Here's the select quote difference. Most companies give you one option, one policy, one rate, but select quote gives you options, lots of options. I want you to give select quote a call at 800-881-4466 or go to selectquote.com today for a totally free personal quote. Doug Gottlieb show Fox sports radio. Um, the jets made a huge mistake. Uh, the first time he played for them, huge mistake. They told him how good he was. <laughs> that was, the, that was really fun. Like, we think he's the best in the league. He's like, oh, and guys aren't dumb. They're like, oh, okay, you think I'm the best in the league? You know what I want to do? I want to get paid like the best in the league. And he did several times over. Uh, Darrell Revis, guys, of course, uh, joins us uh, from Revis Island somewhere. I don't know where Revis Island is located right now, but he joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Darrell, how are you? I'm doing good, Doug. How you doing? Good. What was it like for you? I remember Rex Ryan in a press conference after the game, somebody asked him, and like, uh, what do you think of Darrell Revis? I think he's the best in the league. I know you heard it. What what what's your reaction when a guy who was was that well regarded as a defensive mind says that about you? Uh, well, you know, uh, you know, Rex Ryan is uh, is very respected in the, in, uh, in the NFL, and um, you know, just coming from a football family, and you know, his father being a, a successor at the at the coaching position as well. So, no, it's pretty awesome, man. I had a Awesome time, you know, working with him and, and working, uh, you know, in the system. Darrell Rivas joining us on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Care of his uh, foundation. Uh, a lot of guys have uh, outside of football works. So what what do you want to accomplish with your foundation? Well, uh, 
thank you for bringing that up. You know, it's uh, right now I'm relaunching my my foundation. Um, you know, I have a media uh, premiere on October 24th, and uh, you know, my foundation. I've been doing philanthropy philanthropy work for the last you know three years, and um, I really narrowed my focus down to um, childhood hunger. You know, in the inner cities. So that's what the really the main focus of my foundation is, is to really um, help combat and, and um, you know, fight the issues of, of childhood hunger in uh, inner city uh, communities. So how do you do that? Like, uh, it's it's one thing to, um, I know one thing to raise awareness, but how do you actually, how, how do we combat childhood hunger? Well, now, you know, one in six kids in America, you know, don't know where their next meal will come from. So, um, you know, we're, you're, you're fighting against that of just really just helping them out. I mean, right now we're looking for sponsorships. We're looking for volunteers. We're looking for partners. And, um, you know, once we get those partners and, and get those, uh, you know, those contributions, you know, from the partnerships, then we could be able, uh, you know, be more able to aid and help, uh, you know, these kids out in inner-city communities. Darrell Rivas joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. And uh, if and and people are like, wait a second, Darrell Rivas, Darrell Rivas, Darrell Rivas, where's he playing now? Remember, he's a seven-time Pro Bowler, four-time first-team All-Pro, and only 32 years old. Um, what went what went wrong last year? From your perspective, what went wrong? Oh, man, it's a ton of things went wrong last year. Uh, you know, we... We finished four and twelve. It was a lot of uh, dysfunction, you know, between the team. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of issues going on, and um, you know, we just couldn't seem to recover from that. You know, um, our our leaders, our stars, didn't play well. You know, we didn't. We we all had uh, off seasons, and um, it, we just couldn't bounce back from that as as a as a team as a whole. So. Um, you know, at this point, you know, guys, you know, Brandon Marshall's in, in New York playing for the Giants, and, um, you know, a, a few of us guys are free agents. Uh, you know, you have Dave Harrison in New England at this point. So, um, you know, as of right now, I mean, you know, guys are, uh, you know, free agents. You know, me and Nick Mango are free agents, and um, I'm continuing to, you know, work out and, and stay fit and physically fit and, and stay ready for those calls. And, you know, uh, other than that, I'm I'm just really mainly focusing on my philanthropy work. I know. I, I with full respect to that, though. I mean, like we you went from a guy who, even with the the Patriots when you guys won the Super Bowl, a guy who no one in their right mind would throw in your direction, to where quarterbacks were picking on you. Were you were you not right physically? Were you were you heavy last year? Because it it made no sense that 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 you would go from you and Richard Sherman, the two best in the league, to people starting to pick on you. Oh, it was it was definitely a, a, a lot of things. You know, I, I just came off wrist surgery. Um, I didn't have a a full uh, off season to really prepare and and actually get physically fit. So I, I did come in a little oversized and, and thought the weight would actually shed off. But you know, when you hit plus thirty, you know, in the NFL, it's just a little bit tougher to shed that weight off. You know, as you as you age. So um, you know. It was a learning curve for me. I've, I've learned tremendously through that, um, you know, and I've made changes. That's the one thing about me. I have a lot of pride with myself. So I made a, a bunch of changes, and uh, I lost 15 pounds, you know, uh, you know, since I've 
been a free agent. So um, I, I find way I find ways to to make sure I can um, you know handle handle those type of problems when those issues do come my way. What's the likelihood you get an opportunity this year? Um, but you know what, the, it's a bunch of opportunities out there. You know, there's there's been a ton of calls. Um, yeah, and that's great. You know, there's been a ton of calls. You know, and, and um, I'll probably continue to get more calls. That's why I have to continue to just you know stay physically fit. And is it is and, it is it is it a price point thing? Is it like look, I ain't I ain't go, I'm Drell Revis, okay? I play for top dollar. I'm or is it a price point thing, or uh, has there just not been an offer there yet? Well, you know, both sides have to come. You know, both parties have to come to an agreement, and um, you know, there has hasn't been really much talks. You know, in terms of number wise, you know, so you know, at this point, you know, I'm enjoying myself and what I'm doing right now, especially um, with all the philanthropy work I'm doing and, and what's up and coming for me. Uh, you know, in that area and. And, um, you know, those things will come into play when it comes to, you know, teams calling and uh, teams need help. Um, and then we have to sit down and talk about a, a bunch of other things in terms of, you know, how how will I be utilized if I need to move to safety, if I need to uh, play in the slide, or if I need to be the number two corner or whatnot. Um, so, I, I, you know, those are conversations that when I'm going into these uh, talks with teams, you know, um, how, you know, how am I going to be utilizing that in that system that I'm playing in? Darrell Rivas joining us in Doug Gottlieb show, the famous quote from Rex Ryan, this in my opinion was the best year a corner has ever had the most impact a corner has ever had in the national football league. He was talking about our guest who's a four time first team, all pro. If, if the, if the right thing doesn't come, have you got it? Are you in that place? Are you in that space to which you're like, you know what? If it doesn't happen, doesn't happen. I can I can never play football again, and I'm okay with it. Are you in that place? You know, right now I'm still, uh, you know, just continuing to stay, uh, you know, physically fit. I can still play this game. You know, that's that's no question in my mind. Uh, you know, in my trainers' minds, you know, who are uh, training me every day and seeing me every day, there's no question in their minds. Uh, so at this point, you know, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to play. A ball again. It's just, uh, you know, what I just really brought up in terms of, you know, when the two parties sit down at the table, of, you know, how am I going to be utilized and, uh, in, in the system? How can I help win? Uh, uh, what role am I going to play actually on on the team? So, pretty interesting too. Plus, one of your team, the, the Patriots, they got all kinds of confusion. Their defensive secondary, they could use somebody who knows their system quite well. Again, it's the Darrell Revis Foundation. A nonprofit organization that seeks to combat uh, combat uh, childhood hunger. One in six kids. Wow, go go hungry. That's just that's that's ridiculous. For if we want to call ourselves the best country in the world, Darrell, great stuff you're doing with the foundation. Appreciate you being honest with us and joining us on Fox Sports Radio, man. Oh, thank you, Doug. Thank you so much. Pleasure's mine. Dude was a beast. And then last year, word got out a little heavy. Couldn't run, and now out of the league. By the way, and I don't know what happens with Darrell, but I've always believed that that's the best way to get back in the league is to to stay there, stay ready, stay in as good a shape as you can because there are there are just injuries throughout the season or dysfunction. And a team like the Patriots, like, look, we need some body, we need some live bodies, and we need smart guys. We can't go, you can't go and get a first or second year guy 
or promote a guy even off of a practice squad when you're better off with a vet. But, I mean, the league doesn't play. And and I, I, I understand that there is a portion of the Kaepernick thing, which is the protest. There's a portion of the Kaepernick thing that the league doesn't think he's any good anymore or doesn't think he was ever really all that good. Whereas Revis, everybody thought, was legit and paid him as such. That NFL discussion brought to you by True Car. You can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for. New or used, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Let's get you over to Dan Beyer. What do we got working on, Dan? From Darrell Rivas to Adrian Peterson, a couple of big names in the NFL. Peterson today traded by the Saints to the Arizona Cardinals. So the running back has a new home in Phoenix. The Cardinals waived veteran running back Chris Johnson to make room for Peterson. In return, New Orleans is going to get a conditional draft pick in 2018. Good news for the New England Patriots. Revis's former team, Ted and Rob Gronkowski, was able to practice today and is on track to return from his thigh injury this Sunday against, well, Revis's former team, the Jets. Panthers head coach Ron Rivera says wide receiver Devin Funches should be able to play Thursday against the Eagles despite being held out of practice again today with a knee injury. And NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell sent a memo to owners across the league as they will soon consider new rules that would require players to stand for the national anthem. Goodell stated in the memo he wants to move past the anthem contract Tonight, the United States men's national team can clinch a spot of the 2018 World Cup with a win or draw at Trinidad and Tobago. That match gets underway at 8 o'clock Eastern time. And at 5.30 Eastern time, Doug, it's game four of the National League Divisional Series between the Nationals and Cubs. We think USA Today is reporting that the Nats and Cubs currently meeting to discuss contingency plans if tonight's game four gets washed out. Yes, an hour away from play scheduled for that game four but rain in the forecast for the rest of the day in chicago put could put quite a twist on things in that national league divisional series who are you rooting for oh i i love to root against the cubs yeah i'm all nats on this one yeah but don't you kind of want that nats thing that the nats don't you want the nats to not not win thing like right like I, the nats never win just when you think i i can see a point of that just when you think like a team has gone through enough they go through even something even worse which makes it, you know, it just keeps on going. It kind of has that. The the Red Sox were a perfect example before they won it in 2004. But with all that being said, I am just done with the Cubs. I am over the Cubs. I just, I am done. Are you with over them. the Cubs or over the Cubs? Um, over the Cubs uh, fans. Um, you know what? That's a good point. I'm probably over the Cubs fans because I think they have a lot of likable players on their team. So. I'm I'm really over the Cubs fans. Yeah, well, a lot of them, uh, you know. Look, I know I know Red Sox had, you know, when they got good, everybody became a Red Sox fan, and I do think some of that with the Cubs, there is some legitimacy to Cubs Nation, if you will, because people who are our age, we grew up, and in the summer, the only live sporting events on were Braves games or Cubs games, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think that they and they had Harry Carey, and it was a good summer hangout spot, and they were the lovable losers. Uh, but I am still in the. I kind of want to see the Nationals lose. Kind of like, kind of like, kind of like when I kind of like when there's a team that, for no apparent reason, doesn't win. That's it, right? <laughs> and 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 destiny. the Dodgers have been that team, right? The Dodgers have been. Uh, but even the Dodgers this year have a lot more, not necessarily likability, but younger guys. Um, but I, I'm with you on the Cubs in that what happens with fans is 
when you get good, your expectations get raised. You forget about how you're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be joy. And, like, look how, how obnoxious Red Sox fans are based upon how their season ended and wanting to get rid of John Farrell and how vicious they were towards the umpiring and everything. Part of it is New England people in New England aren't happy anyway because winter's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not, not happy. And all the good-looking women move away. They just do. Uh, so uh, that's just part of New England. But I think there's this that in, the fan entitlement issue is what's drawing you to root for the Cubs to lose, whereas I just like the Nats losing for no apparent reason. I think that that's fun for me. Where I, where I grew up, and this is in the northern part of Wisconsin, north central part of the state, it was almost a one to one ratio of growing up of Brewer fans and Cub fans. Right. I mean, that's how because because the cable, the, right? Yeah, that and and because there's you know Chicago ties and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's closer regionally than than maybe other places where Cubs fandom could creep to. But there, see, there weren't as many. You know, the Midwest you got this pocket of Cubs Cardinals. That's what makes Illinois and Missouri so great and that rivalry so great. But it seems like the the Cubs love just seems well, to the, spread out further. The thing about the Cardinals that people forget is there was, a, you know, before the advent of cable, uh, before, TV, you know, sports was on TV every night, or before even, you know, satellite radio or HD radio or, you know, the iHeart app existed, when you were driving around on a Saturday night or a Saturday afternoon and you'd turn on the radio anywhere in the Midwest, remember there was Cardinals fans going to Denver, going to Wyoming, yeah. and Montana, etc., because... There weren't. There was no other team. Mm-hmm. They were the team. They were the Midwest team. They were the Mountain Regions team, and uh, the Cardinals the, capitalized on it. Yeah, that radio signal too. Kansas from, City too. Yeah, it's it just flies all over the the Midwest. Yeah, right, that's uh, the one and only Dan Byer. You guys saw that uh, the air, or you heard from Dan Byer that the Cardinals traded for Adrian Peterson. They cut Chris Johnson. Chris Johnson, another one of those guys, kind of like Darrell Rivas. How old do you think Chris Johnson is? CJ two K. Don't look. I'd say 31. Okay. Uh, what do you think? Um, da- uh, what do you think, Ramos? I say 32. 32 years old? Uh, what do you say, Ryan Music? I'll go 30 on the nose. 30 on the nose. Uh, John Ramos is our winner. John Ramos is our winner. Wow. He prices righted me, to be honest. He just went one above me. <laughs> Sorry. I thought, no, I thought, the price, price is right is yeah, $1 above or to go $1. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought music like, was He's one go. year. He's one. Ryan, Ryan Music should have gone, he's one year old. He's one year old. You're like, what do you mean one year old? Like, well, the, the rule is you can't go over, right? Yep, yep. When you got, when you stayed home sick, you, everybody watched Price is Right, didn't they? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I still do today. Yeah. Wait, you stay home sick? <laughs> oh, I get, I have you ever watch... stayed home sick from radio? Have I? Yeah. No. I, I got a lot of sick hours. Yeah, no, no, no I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I've never, yeah. 15 Fire. years, I've never, it's not that hard a job. And actually, when I get a little sick, my throat gets a little scratchy. And this is a Friends reference, but it's like Phoebe uh, a Smelly Cat. Mm-hmm. I actually sound a lot better when I'm sick. <laughs> I sound a, a whole hell of a lot better. Uh, anyway, um, point being, uh, when, we were, when I was homesick, that's what we, I would do prices Right. I'm trying to think what else I would watch. Soap opera. Kids have it easy now. Man, they they stay home sick and they can binge watch shows. So much on TV ma- now. Yes. So much on TV. Like that's one of the things. Like, do you know how how hard it was when like and they can still get their work done. My my daughter, uh, they had no school yesterday. It was like it was like fake Columbus. They didn't do Columbus Day. They did like a teacher work day or whatever. 
So they got Columbus Day off, and nobody wants to celebrate Columbus Day because I guess we discovered that Columbus was a bad dude, right? <laughs> so she had some she had homework that she had to do, and she had a friend who was in town in Santa Monica, which is near the water, and they were staying in a nice hotel. So we're like, all right, how much work do you have? She's like, well, it'll take me about a half hour, hour. It's like, perfect. You can do it on my laptop. So she's in the back seat. I'm driving, and I get my laptop back. I still have it, and she has all this work on it. it turns out. Google Drive, Google Docs or whatever, it saves as you go. It's like, you got to save all this stuff, sis. Like, nah, it saves it as you go. Man, when we were kids, once I, actually when I was in college, you had to save something, make sure it's saved to the disc. Then you had to save the disc. Then you had to write properly on the disc what it was. Because otherwise you're like, what the hell is this disc? Then you open it up and it might not be formatted correctly. What's this floppy? Floppy disc. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, the Cardinals are like, look, Chris Johnson's too old. Adrian Peterson is less too old. An 18th conditional six-round pick. You know what that is? Here. Please take Adrian Peterson. Kind of a malcontent. He's really a bad fit. And we like our other two running backs a lot better than him. So you can have him. And if you look at the Arizona Cardinals, this is where... Running backs go to die. Right? This is where they go to die. Think back to all of the running backs they have had. And um, and uh, I think you will see the correlation there. Chris Johnson is the perfect example of that. Where you need a guy and you'll go take. Obviously, Emmett Smith is one that just jumps out at you. Edgerin James. Right. Look, they've had some. They've had some others. Um, Garrison Hurst ended his career there. Garrison Hurst, Georgia. This is par for the course for the Arizona Cardinals. It is a better. He's more likely to be successful there as a downhill runner. But let's not kid ourselves. They got rid of a guy who's over the hill and in the valley for a guy that's over the hill and not yet in the valley. Skip Bayless thinks Dak Prescott's better than Carson Wentz. I'll agree or disagree. Next. But first, I I, I was just telling Ryan Music about my Casper mattress. Wow, is it comfortable. I mean, it's a, it's a, you lay down, you're like, I don't know what laying in a cloud would be like. I mean, I think the reality of laying in a cloud is to be quite moist and maybe a little cool. But the mental image when you're a child of what a cloud would feel like is what it's like to sleep on a Casper mattress. It supports you just enough. On the other hand, not too much to where it's firm. It's utter and sheer perfection. First, they ship it to you in this, how they do that size box. You open it up, put it out, and like fills up with air. And if you don't like it, you got 100 nights to sleep on it. They will pick it up from your door. It's a no-lose situation. And let me help you with the no-lose situation. It'll be risk-free with 100 nights plus $50 off if you use the code Gottlieb. Go to Casper. That's with a C. C-A-S-P-E-R. Casper.com. Code Gottlieb. G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B. You get 50 bucks off towards the purchase of your mattress. Like sleeping in a cloud. Casper.com. Code Gottlieb. Terms and conditions apply. With True Car, you can find out what other people in your area paid for the same car you're looking for. New or used, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. 
Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, so um, I've identified who Ben Roethlisberger is. You're going to have to stay tuned top of the hour. Uh, we all have friends that, that are the, the, uh, a guy, right? The guy. And um, I've identified who Ben Roethlisberger is. Clear identification. But every day at this time, we like to play for you a portion of Fox Sports Radio's previous, previous talent. Whether it's Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis or the Dan Patrick Show or Colin Cowherd, The Herd or Undisputed with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Or whether it's uh, First Things First with Chris Carter and Nick Wright and Jenna Wolf, Whatever it is, we'd like to bring it back for you like this. And now. <laughs> what does the fuck say? Skip Bayless, uh, who's a Cowboy fan, doesn't hide it, he's a Cowboy fan, had this to say about the comparison of his second-year quarterback and the Eagles' second-year quarterback. I did not watch this kid at North Dakota State. He's a great young man. He's 6'5", 240 pounds. He is athletic. He does have a little bigger arm than Dak Prescott, though Dak's got, he, he can flat out wing it. In fact, there's more velocity there because it's effortless velocity than you were giving him credit for. But I'll give you big arm. This kid, he's a good young man. He's got high character. He's a try-hard guy. Here's what happens. Under fire, when I watch Carson Wentz, I see deer in headlights, and I still do. I don't see the moxie. I don't see the feel. I don't see the command for playing that position that I always see in Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott takes over games with his body language. He changed the whole culture of the Cowboys. He turned them into, well, what can go wrong will go wrong until we're going to make a play that's going to win this game. Okay, so I, I guess what he's saying is he likes Dak Prescott better than he likes Carson Wentz. Correct? Am I reading that wrong? And look, this is it's really, really hard. Um, you know what? <laughs> it's funny. I have lots of friends that still work at ESPN. And I, I, I like them. I admire them. I have friends in all different, at all different levels, management level, talent level, uh, guys that are just PAs and APs and guys that are people that are um, programmers as well. But they try and compare, you try and compare the ratings of an ESPN to the ratings of a Fox Sports 1, and it's not really a fair fight, right? It's not just because they've had 30 years, but 30 years of a head start, but they also have more sports events and live sporting events is what they also have a full lot of shows. Right. So like, look, if you have the NBA finals and then you have a TV show on after the NBA finals, you get that bleed over. You have college football's college football national championship game. You get that bleed over. It's going to help your ratings. It's no different than for example, on Fox sports one, we have the major league baseball playoffs. Look at how much better the ratings are for the same network with the exact same shows because you have that or when we get the World Cup upcoming next year, right? I use that as the parallel to this. Like, well, Carson Wentz was a bad team last year with a bad offensive line. They were in rebuild mode. And he was okay. 16 touchdowns, 14 receptions. And even this year, they're not great, but they're pretty good. Compare that to Dak Prescott, who's behind an outstanding offensive line. Maybe a little bit better last year than this year. With an outstanding running back, probably actually he was a little bit better last year than this year. With an outstanding wide receiver, an outstanding tight end, although that tight end and wide receiver might be a little bit over the hill this year. With Cole Beasley's a slot guy. 
and a, an offensive-minded former quarterback, former offensive coordinator as their head coach. You could not have designed a better setup. Right? So it's like, hey, if you give me that same lead-in, my TV show. I've often said that. That's the great thing about this radio show. I follow Cowan Cowherd, who, for my money, is the best radio show, best national radio show there is. Before that, I was following Jim Rome's show, which 20 years ago was the biggest radio show in, in the country and now is probably, I don't know, third or fourth at that same time slot in comparison. Bigger lead-in, bigger numbers, more billing. And I didn't know different Fox Sports Radio and our show doing better here. I'm doing a similar show, different producer, a little bit different crew. Maybe it's the Ramos effect. Maybe that's why we're so much better. Thanks, Doug. That's why we're so much better. Whatever it is, things are business is great here. Didn't mean it was bad there, but you're comparing non-comparables. Um, I think Wentz has probably got a he's got a little bit bigger upside. The bigger dude with a bigger arm. And he's just as athletic. But he doesn't he has not had the work hours behind as good an offensive line, and so it hasn't shown in the numbers. What does the fuck say? Did, did that parallel make sense? Did that I think so. I think so. So it's often fast it's gonna be like fascinating to see what a guy could do. I'm I'm there's plenty of quarterbacks who are like, dude, you give me that offensive line that, that Dak Prescott has, you give me that running game, you give me Dez, you give me Jason Witten, and I'll be okay. By the way, the Cowboys are two and three on this season. Something I told you might happen because I told you their schedule was far more difficult this year. Just more difficult. And it's not like it's going to get any easier, especially considering uh, now they, they have some injuries. But by week, then to San Francisco, then to D.C. I have identified the person in your group that Ben Roethlisberger is. I'll share it with you next on the, on the Doug Gottlieb Show. What up? It's the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the beautiful city of uh, Los Angeles, California. You know, look, <laughs> whenever you're going to go out with some buddies, do you guys give the scanner report to friends on other friends? Like, oh, you know my guy. Yeah, he's uh, like, for example, um, this is... Uh, going to be our last social media post with our, I don't know if he's a social media director, or I'm going to make him out to be our social media director, Mike Fowler, who's uh, leaving the company, is going to go work for the Stoolies. Um, and it's funny, like, my connection with the Barstool guys is, I'm really close friends with Ryan Rosillo. And Rosillo, like, Rosillo is, it's, I feel terrible for him for what happened in Colorado, where he's out and fell asleep in the wrong room and was made to look like somebody I don't, I don't believe him to be, like, I just think he had too much to drink. He got a little, gets a little dark when he drinks. Um, but like, you know, if somebody's half naked in your room asleep and that's your room, uh, anyway, I'm not going to get in on my boy Rosillo. I feel bad for him. But Rosillo is, gets a little dark when he drinks guy, but he's also, um, it's funny, I'm sitting here wearing a muscle shirt, which I, I think this is the only one I own I just happened to get a new one, and it was really comfortable. And then we're like, oh, it's Fowler's last day. Let's do some social media posts on it. And here I am dressed like a schlum that's uh, that's getting ready to shoot up some steroids. And then just go get huge afterwards. Anyway, uh, 
Uh, Rosillo is, he's got a little bit of a, if I was like three inches taller, I'd be in the league guy a little bit. Like that dude is yoked. He should have played football. He grew up in the tough streets of, of, uh, Martha's Vineyard. Somehow made it out with all, you know, not tatted up all his teeth. Tough dude. But look, there's in any group, there are certain guys to which become that guy. Right? There's physical contact guys. Huh? 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 You know, smacks you in the back. Right? Or he does the, uh, I guess when they're kids, they do the flat tire thing. Right? Or slug bug, and they do slug bug way too hard. Like, dude, it's not even a Volkswagen. The Fiat. Crying out loud. You guys know physical contact guys. Smacks you upside the head. Like, God, that guy is annoying. There's, 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 there's topper guy. Topper guy, right? Topper guy is, oh, it's, it's a nice Tesla. You know, I got a Ferrari, right? Ah, it's a nice watch. Mine's a Rolex. Topper guy. Uh, there's racist guy, like right, where he tells racist jokes or says racist things, but then tries to get like, hey, dude, I got a black friend, okay? I got black friends. Yeah, but they, they all think it's funny, too. And then they got, that's right, you got, that's racial guy. Hey, man, that's racial. Dude, that's so racial. That's so racist. Do not, why you got to be racial like that? Right. There's a coach screwed me over guy. You guys know that one? Coach or teacher, or boss, somebody always screwed him over. Oh, man, like, I, I would have played there. Bad coach, he pulled the scholarship off. That was, that was bull. You know, my high school coach, he screwed me. Like, kept running plays this other dude. Otherwise, I would average 25. Totally. Um, there's that's what she said guy. Right? He's, he's watched The Office far too often. And then waits, waits, waits. That's what she said. <laughs> that's my thing. That's my thing. That's what she said guy. You know who Ben Roethlisberger is? He's searched for a compliment guy. I listen to sports radio. I watch all the sports radio TV shows yesterday. And they all had us convinced that Ben Roethlisberger, when he said this. I'm not playing well enough. Why is that? Don't think so, but maybe I am. Maybe I don't have it anymore. When he said that, it meant, oh, you know what? Ben talked about retirement. He must mean retirement. He's got, you know, football guy. And there's also football guy, right, who does football talk. Stoolies do that, don't they? They do the football, football guy, football guy. Football guys, guys, right? Football guy says, like, oh, you know, once you talk about retirement, you're already retired. Like, no, it's not actually the way it works. It's not even close to the way it works. Once you're retired, you can still unretire. Case in point, Brett Favre. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger said that on Sunday after the game, then turned around and said this. You wake up Monday morning and you realize, man, I'm still one of the best in the world that do what I do. You know, I'm I'm gonna have that confidence. I'm gonna have that when I go out there on when I go out there Wednesday to practice and Sunday when we go to Kansas City is you know, I have that belief that I'm one of the best that's ever done it, and the best that's ever played this position and you have to have that confidence. That's Cook and Pony Show in Pittsburgh. Actually if those are friends of mine from the uh from the old place. They do a good job. They had uh, Big Ben on. So he goes from Maybe I'm not good enough. To the Stuart Smalley, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and gosh darn it, people like me. 
That's because big Ben Roethlisberger, going back to the summer when he was like, mm, I might retire, he wanted people to say, please, Ben, don't retire. We need you. Just like Sunday when he said, maybe I don't have it anymore. Like, no, Ben, it was a bad game plan. It wasn't you. Big Ben's doing the it's not you, it's just me. But we all know when you do the it's not you, it's me, it really is you. Right? That's classic Costanza. Costanza thinks he invented it's not you, it's me. Ben Roethlisberger is search for a compliment guy. Search for a compliment guy. Guy who has great hair is like, yeah, you know, my hair is just not that. I just, I'm losing some of my hair. You have great hair. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. Oh, my teeth. I need, I need to get my teeth whitened. Why do you need your teeth whitened? You got great teeth. Oh, hey, thanks. Thanks. I put on a couple pounds. <laughs> put on a couple, sorry. Yeah, I got I to gotta drop a couple pounds, right? Like, what are you talking about, dude? You look great. Really? Thanks, man. Search for a compliment guy. Right? Like, they're, they're show you up guy. You guys are familiar with show you up guy, right? Normal cordial relationship. Then you're around some women and it's like, Hey, remember that time you pooped your pants? Oh, that was funny. Was that last week? That was last week. Yeah. It was so gross. So gross. Can't believe that. But don't mention it in front of the women. The women are here. Show you up guy. Show you up guy. Topper guy. That's what she said. Guy racist guy. Yeah. Everything's racial guy. Physical contact guy, coach screwed me guy, and search for a compliment guy. Ben Roethlisberger wants so badly for us to go like, Ben, you're a Hall of Famer. Ben, you're the best. Ben, you can't retire. We can't win without you, Ben. And he woke up this morning going, I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. Gosh darn it. People like me. I'm going to go on Pittsburgh radio, and I'm going to reaffirm all of the believers in Ben Roethlisberger that I'm okay. And all of these guys do these things for what reason? What's the reason? Some sort of insecurity, right? Like what we do, why we do, how we do, some sort of insecurity, right? That's it. So, and it's weird because as I told you before, the, the, the most uh, financially successful guys oftentimes are the cheapest, Right? The, the, the people that are the most successful and should be the most confident sometimes are the most insecure. Like Ben Roethlisberger is one of the best in the world to do it. Now, regardless of how well he's played, and he's played poorly and the offense hasn't functioned nearly as cohesively as it should. Worst case, he's one of the 32 best in the world at what he does. Worst case. Right, like, there are how many billion people now? Is there seven or eight now? More than six. There was like five or six when we were kids. Now it's like seven. 7.4 billion people. Right? So if you have some sort of per, uh, perspective, you're like, look, 7.4 billion, 32 quarterbacks. I'm one of three. Like, that's a, that's the most infinitesimal, infinitesimal, that, that's the right word, right? Infinitesimal number you can possibly think of. You are a complete outlier from the rest of the world. 32 starting quarterbacks on earth. And you're one of them. So worst case scenario is one of 32. And yet he needs to hear us say, don't retire. He needs to hear us say, you just had a bad day. You don't not have it anymore. 
because just like racist guys, secretly insecure, just like, uh, you know, coach screwed me guy. He knows either he didn't live up to his potential because he didn't work hard enough or he wasn't really that good. Physical contact guy probably is not the strongest guy, but if he surprises you and smacks you in the head from behind or gives you old butt slap, it makes him feel stronger, more powerful, hiding, hiding the fact that he really doesn't want to fight anybody. Right? He don't want, want that. Physical contact guy probably wants the least amount of physical contact. Or maybe he wasn't hugged as a kid. It's possible. Dad didn't hug him. Whatever the issue, when you're one of those guys, generally you have some sort of insecurity. Right? It's like, here's another guy. It's the, it's the whipped by my wife or a girlfriend guy. Hey, do you want to go out? Can't. Girlfriend. We're we're just going to Wild Wings. Okay. Music. We're just going to Wild Wings. That's where it's. Can't. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. Right? And that's either an insecurity you think that she'd be messing around or she thinks you'd be messing around. When we're just going to have some beers and watch wings, beers, wings, sports, Wild Wings. So I can't explain why Ben Roethlisberger's insecure, but he is, and he's searched for a compliment guy. And I'm guessing you know other search for compliment guys, or maybe you are that guy, and you are good enough. You are smart enough. And gosh darn it, somebody, maybe not me, somebody likes you. Charlie Weiss will join the show upcoming next. I'll get his thoughts on Jim Harbaugh. We are two and a half years into the Harbaugh experiment. Is, is there something more to the struggles to beat Michigan State? to beat Ohio State, or is it just a little bit of run of bad luck? I'll ask him upcoming next, but first, I have been sleeping like a baby, um, and it's because of my Casper mattress. It really does help me get the best night of sleep ever, period, stop. Like, that should be really the, the, the read, the advertisement. Like, I get the best night of sleep ever. Like, really? Yes. And I'm one of these guys that I don't require a long, like, I don't require eight hours. I only need four or five, but I need good, hard sleep to where I sleep and nothing bothers me. And it's perfect on this uh, Casper mattress. Named one of Fast Company's 50 most innovative brands in 2017. Sleeping on a mattress is the best way to try it, right? You can't just, like, climb on it once in a store, plus everybody else has been on it. Ugh, gross. You get your own mattress. You sleep on it for 100 nights. If you like it, you keep it. If not, you send it back. Risk-free. Go to Casper.com. Use the code Gottlieb. For $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. That's Casper.com. Use the code Gottlieb and get $50 off towards the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. Here's the select quote difference. Most companies give you one option, one policy, one rate, but select quote gives you options, lots of options. I want you to give select quote a call at 800-881-4466 or go to selectquote.com today for a totally free personal quote. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. All right, a lot of stuff to get to with uh, Charlie Weiss. Of course, a uh, couple of uh, Super Bowl rings uh, that he has in his pocket. And, of course, uh, a decorated coach at uh, Notre Dame at Kansas. And kind of to spend some time with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Coach, let's let's start with Michigan, who, uh, look, Jim Harbaugh seems to have turned around the culture, right, which was kind of falling apart when he got there. I thought Brady Hoke did a good job of recruiting but uh, fell on some hard times there right at the end of his run. But Harbaugh hasn't been able to get over Michigan State. They had the fluky punt deal, uh, fumbled punt a couple years ago. This year, six turnovers and a loss at home. Hadn't beaten Ohio State either. 
So I, I guess I just I wonder is is that should that be cause for concern when the recruiting's good, they struggled although lost three really close games last year and can't get over Michigan State. Well, no, I don't think it's cause. For, I don't think that would be the cause for uh, problem with recruiting. Where I think the the problem would be is the Indianapolis Colts. That's what I think. Uh, I think that the threat, uh, you know, everyone, you know, it, people follow both college football and pro football. That they're, they're looking at the po- potential openings and the potential fits. And you look at Andrew Luck not playing down there in Indy, you know, it, uh, sit, sitting out, you know, the, them being a question mark as they go through the year. I think with with Jim, the biggest question is always going to be the negative recruiters using the fact that, oh, he's leaving and going to the league. And I think that that will be used more of a deterrent than it will be the performances that he's had against Michigan State and Ohio State. Uh, is You know, I have a friend who's coaching in the NBA, and he's coached in college, and he's like, it's so much better. It's so much classier. The hotels are better. The players are better. The plays are better. And just everything is better. On the other hand, like in college football, like when you're at Michigan, you're going to win 80% of your games because you just have better. You should have, if you're doing their job in recruiting, you got better players than the other guy, right? And you got better depth late in the season than the other guy. So it feels like college should be easier. Uh, what's the better gig? You've done both pro or college. Well, they're different, first of all. But one thing, you see, in college, you can get five first-round draft choices in a year. I mean, there's, there's, you know, you're going recruiting again. If you're going after the top 250 players, and let's say you land five of five of the top 100 players in the country, or top, five of the top 50 in Michigan's case, you know, if you get top, five of the top 50 players in the country, you know, you got you got you got five first round draft choices, not one. So it's easier to retool. Okay, it's easier to retool and build in, in college just as long as the people give you the patience to get in get in enough players. Now, in Jim's case, you know, Brent Hoke did a pretty good job of recruiting. It wasn't like he walked into a coverage bearer type of, type of situation. The biggest difference between coaching in college and coaching in the pros is the amount of time you get to spend with the players. See, in the NFL, you're with the players all the time. There's no classes. The class is football. So from 7 o'clock in the morning till 5 o'clock at night, you're with those guys. You know, Now, it's a harder job for the coaches in, in pro football during the season because you have to do all your, all your prep work has to be done at night, whereas in college you could do prep work in the morning while the guys are in class. But the biggest difference is you could do a lot more mentally in the pros because you have a lot more time to expose them to things that you just don't have the hours in college to be able to do. And the other thing is the maturity level. You know, in college you're dealing with 18 to 23-year-old young men and you're dealing with all the societal issues that come with 18 to 23-year-old men. You know, whether whether it's drugs, whether it's women, whether it's, you know, regardless of the issue, you're dealing they're just natural that there's going to be issues that you're going to be dealing with. Or in the NFL, it's it's a business. If somebody screws up bad enough, you just cut them and go get somebody else. Charlie Weiss joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Stephon Gilmore was the big get for the Patriots defensive backfield. But 
it feels like, and look, it's still early, and I know that Belichick doesn't really know what he has until October 1st, but we're past October 1st. Uh, it feels like it might be another Chad Johnson. And what I mean by Chad Johnson, you tell me if I'm wrong. When they signed Chad Johnson, the thought was, man, this is another great weapon. But he could never figure out where he was supposed to be, when he was supposed to be. He was he was just kind of a freelance guy, right? And Junior well, Sale was a freelance guy till he got to New England. It feels like Stephon Gilmore may be kind of of that Chad Johnson doesn't fit in with the New England way. Well, see... Part of it is what is the system you were playing in. Now, Gilmore has been playing in a, you know, you got him and that's that's all he has to worry about type of system. So he's going through a transition. Like last week, you know, he had a lot more man coverage that he played in the game. So he was in a comfort zone and actually played actually played very well this, this past week. Okay, but before that, anytime they've been into their zone coverage schemes that he has a lot less familiarity with, you know, he's going through a transition prod, you know, he's going through a transition right now. I think it's way too early to make the call on him as far as comparing him to the Chad versus, you know, junior uh, analysis of who fit and who didn't fit. I think that in his case, he's going to have to learn how to play combo coverages and play zone because it's not just going to be you got him and that's the end of it. That's not the way they play defense. Ben Roethlisberger uh, has has struggled at times, especially this past Sunday. And I think it was kind of a search for a compliment thing. Others have said, you know, once you start talking about retirement, you are retired. You know quarterbacks better than maybe anybody on earth. Why isn't he playing better? Well, I mean, every quarterback has every quarterback has a bad day, you know. So, I mean, and that was a bad day. I mean, I've coached Tommy Brady. I've been at games where he's thrown four interceptions now. Yep, the greatest quarterback of all time, you know, has a, has had had a couple of games that you just, you know, it doesn't happen very often, but but they happen. I happen to be watching that game as well and. He was just forcing way too much stuff in that game, trying to just force things into into like like things that he doesn't normally do. What Ben's been able to do during his whole career is when so, when nobody's open, he's been able to buy time and get out of the pocket and then find somebody open that he goes ahead and hits. As a matter of fact, more of his big plays over his career have been made out of the pocket than than made in the pocket because of his ability to do that. Last week, uh, there, were just too many, there were just too many plays where there was coverage. He's throwing into coverage. There's multiple guys there and trying to just, you know, force, force that ball into a small hole, which I think that, it, I think that he's smart enough he, and he's experienced enough where for, after last week's performance, he won't be doing that again this week. Charlie Weiss joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. Obviously, he's coached all over. I think uh, people in Kansas City remember when he's the offensive coordinator to Kansas City Chiefs. And you watch the Chiefs this year. Right now, the only undefeated team. And it's really remarkable. They only have one turnover all season. That was Kareem Hunt's first carry of, the, of his career. He, he fumbled the football. After that, no interceptions, no turnovers. And so I, I think um, those of us who are just fans, we sit there and go, like, it's really hard to buy the Alex Smith thing. I know he's playing great football. He's not turning it over. And he's actually occasionally throwing the ball downfield to Tyreek Hill. But, God, it feels like once he gets to December and January, he's going to have to take some risks and make some plays, and he's not that guy. Is Alex Smith uh, 
the same Alex Smith, they're not turning it over and surrounded by better talent? Or is he the same guy and ultimately that'll rear its, rear its ugly head in the most important part of the season? Well, I'm going to say two things. First of all, okay, he's playing for one of the best offensive minds in football. You know, Andy is a brilliant, a brilliant offensive guy and knows how to utilize his players. No one knows the ability of the players on the Kansas City Chiefs any better than Andy Reid. And he'll put them in the best position to be successful. Second of all, how do you know, how, you know what he's been told to do over the last couple of years? You know, you don't know what the you don't know what the play was designed to. You might say, well, there's a guy running wide open down the field, but it might have been a bottom up read, or it might be a left to right read, or it might be a progression read, or it might be a coverage read. You and I both don't know the answer to that. So as we sit there and watch, all you can do is base your opinion by going by what you see, and what you see right now is a guy who's playing at the top of his game. And until he shows you otherwise, there's no reason to think that he's going to fall apart. We uh, we saw Mitch Trubisky for the first time last night, and it's like look, it's hard enough for for coaches like yourself to see it. For fans, like a lot of fans, are like Goff doesn't have it last year. Now all of a sudden, you put you know Whitworth at, at tackle, you get a new center, you get more skill position, you get a different offensive mind with him, and now he looks pretty good. And so, like, wait, everything we saw last year does not apply this year. Uh, from from your perspective, how long before Bears fans will know if they if they made the right decision? Well, let's let's give the Bears a, a good news, bad news. Okay, the bad news is I don't think they're going to win very many football games this year. The good news it might set them up for another high draft choice in a year that the, with a draft that's loaded that's loaded with quarterbacks. So let's say they're sitting hypothetically, let's say they're sitting third and third in a draft a draft scenario, and let's say the first two teams go ahead and take quarterbacks. Well, everyone in the free world's going to be tra- trying to get up to that spot to go get in, get in the next guy if they think that there's a third guy, you know, uh, worth that value to go up and get him in the draft. The only way that the Bears are going to get better for Trubisky is to get better players in there. I mean, they got a shaky offensive line. Uh, they, they, their wide, their wide receivers, the wide receivers are, are like a like a post office. You don't even know who they are after the, but have the players out there. I mean, he's got they got to surround him with better players. And in Chicago, you're always going to have to be able to play a, a large majority of your games in bad weather. So you're going to be able to you you have to be able to run the football with some kind of success to be able to take the pressure off of a young quarterback. You know, I talked on the radio yesterday before the game, and I said, look, it, they got to play a conservative game, try to keep the, the, the game around, around 20, and, you know, give, them, give themselves a chance at the end to win the game. And, you know, it's exactly what happened. You know, he throws one, one bad interception to Harrison. He, the, guy, the guy's trying to just – he's trying to make a play, you know, you know, he, he makes a bad decision, but he's just trying he's just trying to make a play. You can't fault him for trying to do that. But until they get better, you know, better protection for him up front and better skill guys for him to be able to throw it to, you know, it's gonna be a slow, arduous process. If you had to bet your Super Bowl rings, who would have a better career? Dak or Wentz or Goff, who would you put your rings on? 
Dak Wentz or Goff? Well, that, that that's that's a, that's a that's a tough one. You know, you know, I you know when coming out of the draft, I like Wentz more than Goff. I like Dak a real a real lot. Okay, the only problem I had with Dak was the DUI he had gotten. You know, after senior year and before the and before the draft, right. which you know, which really you know when you know, the leader of your team does something like that, you always have a concern. But that doesn't seem to be a concern right now. He seems to be, you know, a heck of a leader down there. I like his spunk. Okay, I like his spunk, and I th- and I think that if I had a if I had a I had if I had to put a dollar down on it, you know, I probably bet on Wentz over the three of them, mainly because Wentz played in a pro system all through college and had a big head start. Okay, even though he was playing at a lower level of comp, okay, he had a he had a big head start. But there's something about Dak that really fires me up. Coach Weiss, it's awesome to have you on. Always great to have you on. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. All right, take care. That's uh, Charlie Weiss, of course, Super Bowl champion coach and uh, college coach at Notre Dame and uh, at KU as well. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, fascinating look at listen to uh, Jim Harbaugh. He thinks the Colts would make a lot of sense. Of course, would reunite him with Andrew Luck. Let's bring in Dan Byer. Dan, I'm, I'm I think I'm kind of adjusting my thoughts. I do want to see the Nationals lose tonight, but <laughs> however, I want to see Bryce Harper and Clayton Kershaw, and I want to see the Dodgers. I I do want to see Bryce Harper in a big situation. And you don't get any bigger than the World Series. Like I, I, I think the sport is healthier if if an, another star emerges, right? Yeah, like, for sure. So yeah, I, I, I'm kind of hopeful maybe the Nats. I still like them losing, and I think you know. And Dusty was really cool to me last time, but Dusty has a tendency to not make the best decisions in game. Oh, you mean like you mean like yesterday with Max Scherzer and essentially what Dusty said. And I told the guys this yesterday. Dusty said to Max Scherzer, if you even allow one hit in this game, I'm going to pull you. Because that's what he did. And it happened in the seventh, and then it cost the Nats. Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, I don't, you know. Uh, and look, the Cubs had four errors. Um, yeah. But pretty remarkable. They had one hit. I mean, one stinking hit. And he pulls. That's a, that's enough for you. You get out of here. Uh, by the way, we don't even know if we're going to have a game tonight yet. Game four delayed between the Nationals and Cubs, and the forecast is rain throughout the day and into the evening in Chicago. If the game is played tonight, Tanner Rourke expected to go up against Jake Arrieta. Cubs are up 2-1 of the series. If the game gets pushed back till tomorrow, you could see Steven Strasburg pitching for the Nationals. We'll try to keep you updated of what's happening in the windy and now rainy city. Cardinals acquired running back Adrian Peterson in a trade with the New Orleans Saints. Saints will get a conditional pick in return. Chris Johnson was waived by Arizona after the trade today. An MRI showed no new damage to the knee of Vikings quarterback Sam Bradford. Had that knee injury that forced him to miss three games. I mean, and then how last show, I mean, how can you show anything with all the scar tissue in there? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like it, it showed his knee is still screwed up, just not screwed up any worse than it was already screwed up. Amazing to think. Last night, I mean, just to see him turtle up a couple of times and have no movement. The RG3 comparison that you had was very similar. And Case Keenum, what do you know? Case Keenum stock going up again with the Minnesota Vikings. There is the there's you know there's the correlation there. Case Keenum actually originally played for 
Art Bryles at Houston. Yes. And there you go. The uh, Art Bryles name in the news for other reasons. Yeah. That's because suspended NFL receiver Josh Gordon says coaches at Baylor, while Bryles was there, helped him pass drug tests while he was enrolled at the school. Only he failed drug tests. Like, that's like, they helped me pass drug tests, just not all of the drug tests. They were saying that he ran out of his cover-up stuff. That's what, that's, that's what. I uh, so don't believe that story. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't believe that story. That's what he says. That's what he says. Hey, congrats to Portugal and France. On to the World Cup in 2018. The Dutch, though, no such luck. Yes, the Netherlands failing to qualify for the World Cup. They have been a power, yes, as of late. U.S. can clinch with a win or a draw tonight at Trinidad and Tobago. Two things I don't like in this world, people intolerant of other cultures and the Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) That's Austin Powers 3. Case Keenum, how many years in college? Four? Nope. Oh. Five? Nope. Three? Nope. Oh. Seven? Six. Uh, six. Six. Didn't John say six? Or did he? Oh. Oh, John. Here's I the thing. John. Hear, I actually can't hear John. I never know said. when John is talking to me in my ear or if he's on the air because it sounds exactly the same. So I thought John threw out six. Uh, yeah. Six year uh, senior. The, <laughs> it was, uh, he redshirted his first year. And then, remember, I was it. He tore his ACL against UCLA. Right? He tore his ACL in the third game, so he was granted a six-year of eligibility. And he got, uh, I think he has his master's degree as well. He should he should have his doctorate at that point. Are you saying he backed up David Klingler and Andre Ware? <laughs> or is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> it's so funny. Like, people talk about Perry Ellis, right? And, yeah, at Kansas. And, right? But Perry Ellis, he only played four years. This kid actually was at the University of Houston for six years. Evan Eschmeyer is the lo- the longest collegiate athlete to me. He was at Northwestern no, forever. No, Jess Settles. Jess Settles. Jess Settles was at Iowa for a while. But yeah. Jess Settles was at Iowa and Arizona, then at, right? uh, no, 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 at uh, Wisconsin. No. Wisconsin. No, it wasn't Wisconsin. Where the heck was Jess, Jess Settles? I thought it was Arizona. I thought I thought there was a. No, Jess Settles. And he, Jess Settles works for the Big Ten Network now, too. Great guy. Great guy, great guy. Sam Oakey transferred from Wisconsin Sam to Oakey Iowa. Sam did transfer from Sam Oakey, I got a great, like, if, if people, this is a Wisconsin. Sam Oakey was like a, a high school legend in the state of mm, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah. And uh, the story goes, right, that Herb Cole, of course, they play at the Cole Center. Wisconsin, Herb Cole told him on his visit that he would donate the money for the new arena if he came to Wisconsin. Anyway, I played in the Coca-Cola All-American game with, with Sam Oakey, and we were 18 years old in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I had to, I was his roommate. And I had to like like drag him back, carry him out of a bar. I was a big dude, hmm. and uh, he got worked on at a very young age. Anyway, could really play, really play. Uh, but yeah, Sam Oakey. He uh, now, he's now no. a, a hairstylist, by the way. No, he's not. No, true story. That, really? Yeah, that's no joke. Yeah, back in Wisconsin. Yep. Where, where in Wisconsin? Wasso, I believe. All yeah, right. it's near my hometown. All right, I like Buyer. that. Uh, that's, that is um, that is really really good stuff. So yeah, um, I was it was funny. I was thinking about Case Keenum, and he's he's holds all kinds of records, all kinds of records. So he played, uh, I believe, for Art Bryles, for uh, and Kevin Sumlin. Kevin Sumlin's who he finished up with, but six years in college. Bad news for the greatest of all time. I'll share it with you. Upcoming next. Don't let the name fool you. Dollar Shave Club has more than just razors. Try their 
First month starter set with travel size shave butter, body cleanser, butt wipes, and an executive razor all for just $5. After that, replacement cartridge ship for just a few bucks a month. Get yours at dollarshaveclub.com slash Gottlieb. All right, I want to talk about uh, tonight's game, poss- possibly a game. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure if guy- the guys know what to- today we are a week away from. We'll get to that after we get to the press. The press. Dan Beyer, what do you got for me, my ah, friend? Bossy Football tweeting in. Luke Recker was maybe the name I was thinking of, and I think he was correct. I Luke knew there Recker. was an Iowa-Arizona connection and, of course, Indiana before that, but nothing like good mid-to-late 90s basketball. You know, Doug, I saw you play, actually, at the NCAA tournament in 1999 when you guys were in that 8-9 game in Indianapolis. Against and, Syracuse? Yeah, and then you guys you guys won and played Auburn next, right? Yep, yep. Yes. Brian Mott and I didn't box out uh, at the free throw line, we lost to Auburn, Chris Porter, Doc Robinson. Uh, Scott Pullman gave us fits. Uh, we couldn't find any of these little, little tiny white guy who ran around and, and gave us like 26 points his career high. Yep. Remember yeah. That? Expensive cool. team. At, Auburn team was over the salary cap, I believe. <laughs> they then lost to the Sweet 16 to Ohio State, who yes. had their Spinny, own Spinny issues. Ben. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Starting with uh, baseball, as you mentioned, the National League Divisional Series Game 4. Nats and Cubs being delayed by rain right now. Still trying to get an update. The tarp is still on the field at Wrigley. It's supposed to rain even more later on through the day, and I'm sure that neither team wants to start the game and then have a delay. So we'll try to keep you updated of what's happening, at least in Game 4. And, of course, tomorrow, Game 5, Yankees and Indians in Cleveland. Mm. Uh, look, I'm fascinated by by the, the rain, and uh, what's, what's weird is – in baseball, I know Houston was hot, but they had they always have the dome closed because it's louder, and I think the ball flies further. But like, what's the point of being in a place that doesn't need the dome if you don't open it? Cowboy Stadium is the dome is never open. Cowboy Stadium that's a retractable dome; it's never open, ever open. <laughs> and yet, you know, obviously in Wrigley there is no dome. New York built three new stadiums: uh, City, Yankee. Uh, MetLife, none of them have a dome that dopes. And then they tried to build a dome on the west side and couldn't get it done. So, anyway, the point is, if you have a dome and you don't need it, open it. And meanwhile, the Cubs, uh, the rain could actually really, really help the Nationals. By the way, uh, Edwin Encarnacion could be available for the Indians tomorrow after suffering suffering that ankle injury in Game 1, but could be back for the Tribe against the Yankees Wednesday night. All right, on to the NFL. I think Kluber will be great tomorrow night. I think, I think that's the... That's the ace in the hole. That's where Terry Francona is smarter than all the rest of us. I was telling guys today that when you're talking about the young players in Major League Baseball that I watch when Aaron Judge bats, it's it's one of those things when you're wanting stars, if there is somebody that is going to keep you there. It doesn't even happen with me with Giancarlo Stanton, Doug, but it does with Aaron Judge, especially in these playoffs. If Giancarlo Stanton was in the playoffs, you'd stay in Yeah, Yeah, okay. maybe so, maybe so. But uh, Judge must watch TV according to me. Uh, the Vikings, we touched on this a little bit earlier, say an MRI and the injured knee of Sam Bradford showed no new damage, but uh, you still have to wonder about his status uh, coming up. Cardinals acquired running back Adrian Peterson today and in trade with the Saints. Bye-bye, Chris Johnson. Yeah, I mean, CJ 2 k is over the hill, but uh, I, I, look, I think it's fascinating. In terms of style of offense, it should fit him to a T. Fit him to a T. Uh, the question is, does he have anything left in the tank? I guess at least he's fresh from not having a bunch of carries with the Saints. Right. 
And a great job by John Ramos, too, on guessing Chris Johnson's age. Had a birthday less than three weeks ago. So John was on top of that with the 32. How about this injury in the NFL, Doug? NBC Sports' Patriots quarterback Tom Brady has a sprained AC joint in his non-throwing shoulder. That'd be his left shoulder. An MRI came back negative, but the report says that he suffered the injury in week four against Carolina and aggravated it last week mm. against the Bucs. Mm, well, Tom Brady, you know. Wrong. And Look, the big thing when you get older is you get hurt and it takes longer to recover. So we'll see. I don't have anything to add to it. Okay, thanks, Bill. Let's move on to college football then. And text messages sent to the Oregonians, John Canzaro. I saw this. Former Oregon State head football coach Gary Anderson repeatedly threw assistants under the bus for the team's poor showing this season. He placed much of the blame on his coaching staff, saying they were on a short rope, and at one point said he hired the wrong guys. <laughs> well, I mean, and now the, the weird part was, uh, John Canzano, who who uh, who put this out there, said he he talked to Anderson and told him he was going to publish the the text. So, yeah, which is it's the craziest thing. Like, so the whole thing we heard from Anderson is he's going to take all the blame. He's not going to take any of the money. The kids deserve better. And then all the while, he's like, "Yeah, my assistant coaches suck." And this wasn't just one text no, no, to no. him. There's a bunch of yeah, them. Yeah, it was like th- through each week, and there may even have been some in previous years. Say something. Um, how about this? New Cavs point guard Derek Rose said he did a film recruiting video in 2010, yes, trying to get LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh to sign with the Chicago Bulls. Rose said he didn't say anything about it because he wanted to see if he could trust the Bulls' front office, who were the only ones who knew about the video. Apparently he could because it never leaked, but, yeah, seven years ago, Derek Rose tried to get LeBron and crew to Well, everybody knew Chicago. that, but remember, he caught heat because people said, "Why didn't you recruit? The, why didn't you recruit LeBron?" The problem is that the video is not. You got to go be there at the airport. You got to be part of the process, and he wasn't part of the process. So, this is Derrick Rose going like, "Look, I I did all they asked me. I did this video. I just didn't tell anybody." Um, this is like winning a Grammy and not being there. So they have to be like, "Oh, thanks so much for the award. Yeah. Wish I could be there with you guys." Yeah, it's actually a really good parallel. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It, it. This this award is not important enough uh, important enough for me to take off from my tour where I'm making millions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, for the second time in a span of a week, Tiger Woods has tweeted out video of himself taking full swings with a golf club. Yes, this time he was at a charity function swinging an iron in front of the gallery. PGA Tour pro Kevin Chappell alongside of him, but Tiger taking swings again. I'm Team Tiger. Golf's better when he's in it. Much more interesting. Hope he gets back. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. couple things to remember. Fits to a T is not about a T-shirt. It's about a T-square, right? Like, you know what a T-square is? It's a, it's a, a drawing. Like, if you're an architect, you use a T-square. Anyway, people misuse expressions all the time. It's a tough row to hoe. It's not road to hoe. You cannot hoe, H-O-E, a road. If you can, you're the strongest human alive. You <laughs> can hoe a road. Tough hoe. Road to hoe. It's also, I couldn't care less. You can't say I could care less because that means you care and you could actually care less. It's, I couldn't, I could not possibly care any less. Couldn't care less. We good? To a T, you know what it comes from? Couldn't care less and you hoe a row, not ho a road. Right, we'll see if we get Cubs Nationals. We'll see if the Nationals still can't advance in the playoffs. And we are a week away from the NBA season. Kicks off Celtics Cavs. 
week from tonight. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.